0: Hey, y'all, Jesse here from the See You Next Tuesday podcast. We are going to be going on a break for the first time in over a year for the month of December. Yeah, I know, you'll miss us. So we have curated some of our favorite episodes and why they're our favorites for the month of December. So stay tuned. We will still be coming at you every Tuesday. They will be reruns, but you'll get a little bit of inside information from us. We hope you enjoy and have a safe, happy holiday season. We'll see you in 2023.
1: Hi, this is the See You Next Tuesday podcast. We have dirty words and shit potholes throughout the entire episode. Our name literally spells cunt. How could you not know what was coming? Thanks for listening. Welcome to another episode of the See You Next Tuesday
0: podcast. I'm Jesse. I'm Amanda. We're glad you're back. Surprised you stuck around. Bless your heart if you made it back. Ah,
1: bless your heart. How was your week? You know.
0: Stressful. Yes. A lot.
1: Of course. Yeah. So, I'm driving here. You know how I feel about those fucking toll roads? Mm. And the people that drive on them?
0: Yeah, they're idiots.
1: I got a new one for you.
0: Ooh, fun. I love new ones.
1: Tahoe with the student driver magnet on the back. Bless. That's
0: a big car, too.
1: They were not doing the 80 that they needed to be doing. And I was so scared for them. They, they were like doing like what, 60, something like that? I don't know. I don't know. They needed to be going faster. And I just kept going. I was watching them in my rear view mirror going, "Make tell your student driver to go faster or get off the fucking oh toll. Were they in like the middle lane or the far right, left? They were in the right lane. Thank God. At least.
0: Oh, God. It makes me so nervous too. I know what you're talking about. Like where you're driving, somebody who's driving way too slow for a toll and you're just like, come on, guy, you're going to get yourself killed. Like you need to.
1: I understand you're teaching your child to drive.
0: Yeah, that's fine. That's good. 100%
1: get it. You got to teach them to drive on the toll. 100% get it. Yep. Part of that is teaching them to go the fucking
0: speed limit on the fucking toll. Exactly. Say, hey, look, I know it's going to be uncomfortable, but we're going to start one lane at a time. We're going to move over and speed up as we go right? Or something like that. Just like work them up to it. But you're right. You have to learn it. Otherwise you'll be afraid of it.
1: On the first day of driving school, you don't put them on the toll. And I feel Mm -mm. like it was the first day of driving school.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You could be like my driving. Okay. So I, I took a course in between two years of high school. Right. Mm -hmm. And the, one of the guys I had straight up drove us out to BFE so he could pick up tacos. (laughs) It was Rudy's, (laughs) but still it was just like He's like, okay, we're going to pull in here. And we were pulling into Rudy's, and uh, I was like, okay, that's interesting. We're at Rudy's barbecue. He's like, okay, I'll be right back.
1: (laughs) He straight up went inside and got some fucking tacos. bitch.
0: And he came back, and he's like, all right, we can go now. He didn't ask us if he wanted anything, but still, it was just like, did he just drive us to get him tacos? I mean, you know what? And I'm like, you know what? Don't hate the player.
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: Exactly. (sighs) But you're right. Like, I don't think in Texas you have to take a physical driving course. Like, you actually have to drive a vehicle in order to pass to get a license. I think you can just take a written and you're done. What you think about that? So. That's fucking
1: nuts. So, no. No? If you go to the driving school, you don't have to take the driving test. Ah. At the DPS. At the DMV. Oh, okay. Okay. If you do parent taught, then you have to take the test. You can either take it at a driving school or at the DPS.
0: Okay. So you do actually have to do it. Okay. Yes. That makes me even more concerned about why the fuck no one can drive around here. Because, holy crap, guys. Mine is merging. Nobody knows how to merge on or off a freeway And just so y'all know where we live in Texas, every fucking road merges into another God dang road. It goes from four lanes to two, two to three, then back out to four, then back down to two. Like it's insane here. So it's like, you're constantly merging with other lanes of traffic. It's a zipper motherfuckers. You go, I go, you go, I go. I do not understand how this is so complex. Oh,
1: and listen to this. When that lane ends, you've known, I don't care if it's construction or what. Preach. Preach it. You've known that that fucking lane's going to end. You want to know why? Because you've seen everybody fucking else getting in the other motherfucking lane. So if you run up on me, I ain't going to let you in. I will let you hit my motherfucking car before I let you in in front of me. I totally agree. I hate that shit. I hate that because of what they're trying to do.
0: They're trying to cut ahead the rest of traffic. It's like, no, bitch. I will let you hit me before I let you in in front of me. Absolutely. We're both going down on this fucking fire.
1: Absolutely not. Because guess what? I bet you your car costs more than mine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you. It's insane.
0: It's insane. I don't get it. I do not understand why no one can drive here.
1: Because parents are teaching them how to drive. Oh, that's true. I mean... I get the idea behind it. Like. I don't.
0: But. I don't know. I don't get it. My, my mom tried it. And it wasn't. It didn't go well. And that's why we we're like. we're going I take you to driving school? I'm like great. It Actually wasn't thank a, you. It,
1: it wasn't a thing when I got my driver's license. It wasn't. I had to go to the driving school. Mm-hmm. I don't blame you. Yeah. Because they just started it.
0: Actually yeah. My age group I think. If I'm, I'm not to, mistaken. I had to go
1: to the driving school. But we're about to have to parent taught... And we're about to have to parent taught another driver. Yeah. El Diablo Rojo. The Red Devil. That's what we call him sometimes. Oh.
0: Is it because the screaming in the red hair?
1: <laughs> it's because... Well, when he was two, he actually thought his name was Monster. Because we called him Monster so often... And then there's the red hair. And so we just nicknamed him at one point
0: El Diablo Rojo. I love it. That's so cute.
1: I think he actually is El Diablo Rojo in my other son's phone. Is he really? I think so.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah. He's funny, man. Because you just hear him screaming from his room because he's playing video games. He's not screaming at I mean, he's screaming at people, but it's, yeah, ah, you know, like that.
1: They've all heard him they, they, in yeah. the background of yeah, our episodes. That's true.
0: You probably heard him. and But he comes out and he's like super quiet, very mild-mannered, at least in front of me. I don't know. Is he like that normally?
1: So Covert really fucked him up oh. and made him real shy and introverted to where he didn't like to talk to people. Got it. Okay. But he's taking theater this year in school so he can get over it. Oh, wow. So he's actually challenging himself. Yeah. I'm so proud of him. And actually, he's loving theater. What? Yeah.
0: Okay, because that's surprising. I, I'm really glad that he's breaking himself out of his comfort zone. That's hard to do.
1: Yeah, he said he was going to take theater because he needed to, like, get over this. Yeah. That's amazing. I know.
0: You've got good kids.
1: I know. I think they were all switched at birth. Oh, well. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean.
0: Less work, if you know what I mean.
1: I say that, but El Diablo Rojo is my mini-me.
0: <laughs> that's what you've
1: said. But then, what does that say about you? That you're amazing? Right. No, it means when he's being an asshole, it's a reflection of me, as an because I'm an asshole.
0: Yeah. yeah, but you're the best kind of ma- asshole there is. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Be the best asshole you can be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh God, What is that? That's a, that's that'll be our slogan for our militia. Be the best asshole you can be. <laughs> the C unit.
1: C unit. Uh,
0: okay. Anyway, I was
1: so sad when you cunties did not pick out C unit. Yeah, we we were.
0: Don't no, get me wrong, we love cunties. Actually, it's really cute.
1: Yeah, we love cunties. It's real cute. Check out our I'm website just, for our merch. I'm just saying, I was voting for C unit.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because we were kind of going for like a C unit. Yeah, exactly. And we thought, you know, we might as well start our own cult. Yeah, everyone's doing it. I mean, um, why not? Pff, hello. Whatever. Speaking of cults, yeah. Does yours actually have something to do with the cult? I mean, I'm gonna laugh if it does. That'd be pretty good synchronicity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does not.
0: Damn it! All right.
1: But I'm gonna tell you about Jasmine Richardson from. Medicine hat, Alberta, Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, hey, Canada, y'all. where we're gonna move I know once I get I a lie. passport.
0: Yep. <laughs> get your goddamn passport, girl.
1: Oh, it's so hard. Doing anything but sitting on my couch drinking wine is so hard.
0: I know, I fucking hate it, too.
1: I don't even have to go off my couch to do these episodes.
0: You're right. I mean, when you do to come here to record, but...
1: But that's it. But that's it, yeah. I bust these bitches out on my desk, on my my desk, on my couch. Yeah. See? Oh, God. Anyway, Canada, yay. Canada, yay. (laughs) So she lived with her parents and her brother, you know, the usual. Everything's pretty normal so far. Mm Mm-hmm. Then in 2005, little Miss Jasmine... She began going through her goth phase. I mean, I think most kids go through this. and
0: It's not a phase, mom. Or
1: some other phase in their life. I mean, either yeah. it's goth or some... Preppy or... Slutty or... Yeah,
0: everybody does a thing.
1: hmm You all do a thing.
0: We don't, did a thing. I did a thing. What were
1: you? I don't know. You don't remember where you were? No. I was the skater slash, like, alt girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, she began wearing black and dark makeup. For some reason, in my head, she kind of looks like this insane clown posse. Oh, shit. That'd be fucking sick. I don't know. White with the black. with the black. Now, I know she didn't do the white, but for some reason, just in my head, that's where I go. Yeah, no, I get that. And some goths do. So,
0: yeah, it could, like, go either way, depending on, like, the level of goth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. I honestly have no idea why. That's just... Yeah. She even joined the website. I don't know if you're ready for this. Live journal? Vampirefreaks.com.
0: Oh, fuck yes. Oh, yes, she did. I, so far, I'm in love with her and I want her to be my best friend.
1: Okay, she can take my spot.
0: <laughs> I, wow, thanks, bye.
1: Because uh, I'm just not into vampirefreaks.com.
0: Well, no, I get that. But I mean, like that like kind of like edgy friend that you have, you know, through high school. It was just kind of like. I thought that was me.
1: You didn't, you didn't tell me who you were in high school. I didn't know we would have, you would have been her. No, I was not her. okay. So, okay. I don't know if vampirefreaks.com is still a thing. I was too scared to look it up. I'm doing it. So. Keep um, going. You can do it. (laughs) I I, I was scared to look it up, so I didn't. So the other kids at school were scared of her and would try to avoid her. And the teachers would get on to her about what she wore and how she acted. And considering she went to a Catholic school, you can see why the other kids and teachers had an issue with how she was dressing and acting.
0: Oh, I know exactly what she looks like now. Now she's got a uniform on, plus the, the black hair, the black uh-huh. nails, yeah. the black makeup. Oh, this is a perfect, oh my God, it's perfection. The, this is
1: the elite of gothness. I know she had Doc Martens on with that Catholic uh, school skirt. It's a fucking lovely she did. 100%. Yep. I'm thinking fishnets.
0: Mm, yeah. But you know that they told her to take those off and she has to either wear nothing or normal hose Uh
1: because that's uh
0: inappropriate. The
1: fishnets definitely had holes. Oh, God, yeah.
0: This is... And she didn't carry a backpack. It was like a messenger bag. Black. Probably had a cat on it. In
1: the 2000s?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, God, yeah, I did. Absolutely. She probably got everything from Hot Topic and I know the exact fucking... Tell me if I'm wrong, alt and goth kids out there and scene kids. There was a black... (laughs) Fucking messenger bag. Thick strap. And it had a pink cat yeah. on it.
1: You made me snorkel. <laughs> snorkel? What the fuck is
0: a snorkel? Are you snorting, Chuckle? Oh my god. Can we podcast today? <laughs> no. Sorry,
1: y'all. <laughs> so sorry. Vampirefreaks.com. Let's go. Load. <laughs> it's not a thing. So... Then in January of 2006, is oh, it a thing? It's a thing. And just real quick, it's a,
0: now it's a costume website. So I don't know if it always <laughs> was a costume website. Well. But, and it also says basically like, also like punk and goth clothes, emo and punk rock fashion.
1: So no, I can tell you it was not always a costume website because it was more like a oh. chat room situation.
0: Okay, yeah, it's definitely been co-opted by a clothing company, essentially, <laughs> for goth kids.
1: Please don't go support them or this support cute. them. Cute. Jess is into it. Look at that cute little like sweater dress. Oh, that is cute. See, you can do a little. Oh, that's cute. I can yeah. actually want that. How much is it? Thirty-four
0: ninety-nine. I'm not angry wanna...
1: at that. Yeah, I'll save this for you for later. <laughs> you vampire freak. <laughs> I actually might buy that, because I was thinking about buying a long sleeve dress, but...
0: And it's a sweater dress.
1: I know, and my office is like Antarctica. I know. Okay, so January 2006.
0: Yeah, okay, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Reeling it back. And <sighs> peak scene kid era, this is peak scene, because I was a part of it. <laughs> Just saying.
1: Oh, look at you. <laughs> I was already out of high school. I know. She met Jeremy Allen Stanky. I don't know if that's how you say it. Can we call him Steinkie? It's S-T-E-I-N-K-E. Steinkie?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, dude. We're so sorry. <gasps>
1: Our friends, disturbingly pragmatic. Mm. Help us, us with the that. Canadian
0: Steinkie. Oh, I got it. Canada, duh. It's Steinkie. You just got to say it with a little bit of a... It... Yeah, just point at me. <laughs> Jeremy Steinkie.
1: <laughs> so she met him at one of two places. So I read both places. I read one place more often than the other. So. We'll go with the more often one, I guess? The more often one was at a punk rock show. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it. The other one was at the mall. Mm, let's go with
0: punk rock show. Yes. The mall would only be used for Hot Topic. I can tell you fucking that much. Like, you literally would, like, put the hoodie up, head down, avoid all the other, like, preppy stars because you're only here for fucking hot topic and maybe what's now zoomies was back then fast forward the skate shop if if they had one goth thing that you liked maybe Ooh, and then the other place you would hit up is that weird ass like tchotchke store that every mall had with the samurai swords and the fucking like pewter dragon holding a crystal and shit you know what I'm talking about I do yep You'd hit that fucking shit up. And Spencer's. Spencer's. I
1: thought that's what you were talking about.
0: No. It was next to the Spencer's. Remember? (laughs) Remember?
1: Okay. This was just me. Okay. So. Anyhow. She met Jeremy at a punk rock show. Now. It would probably be a good time for me to tell you. That Jasmine was 12.
0: No. No, sweetie, you need to be at home. Not at a punk rock show. Jeremy was 23. Oh, absolutely not. No. Absolutely no, not. No,
1: no, no.
0: No. All of that is wrong.
1: No, we need to shut this shit down. Does her, did her mama and daddy know about this? Well, when they found out she was dating, dating Jeremy, and they were being good parents, they... And... Actually, they found out she was dating Jeremy by being good parents. They, because they were monitoring her web chats and they found out she was chatting with older men. And that's right, I said a man because he's a fucking man. He's a man. So, she's a child. And there was not just her parents, but a lot of people found, felt the same way about this relationship. And her school friends openly criticized the relationship. So, her parents punished her for dating him. They were like, yeah. nope. No, no. You were done here. Yep. So she went along to date him. And as we all know, because we've all been there before, we've all dated someone our parents didn't approve of. Oh, yeah. So Jasmine and Jeremy, they snuck around behind our parents' back. Of course
0: they did. Okay, I'm just going to talk to preteens of all genders do not do this. Do not do no, this. No. Do not date this person, trust me. No, trust me. That person is a predator. They do not love you. They do not care about you. They do not want anything from you but something you should not be giving them. Period. I actually protect yourself first. Think of yourself first, trust I, me.
1: In middle school, I had a older man the same about the same age. He wanted to date me. Ew. No, sis. But you know what? I, I don't know what it was. There was something in me yeah that was like, no. Yeah. And I did it. I was yeah. like, nope.
0: Yeah. And I'm not trying to victim blame here. I'm just saying like these people will make it seem like you are, quote unquote, cool enough to date an older person. They are using you. Do not let them use you. Because they, no. are, they are very and smart. They're
1: grooming you.
0: Exactly, exactly. So please protect yourself first.
1: So Jeremy found a way to sneak stealth emails to her. And here's one of the little gems that he sent her You are a sight for sore eyes, and I miss you more than killing people. Whoa. Can we get together and kill people together?
0: What the fuck? I miss you more than killing people? What?
1: So... Who does he think he is? Ted Bundy? Of... He... I'm going to tell you what he thinks he is here in a minute. God You're going to really like this. Oh, here we go. So... Another fucking Mark Twitchell
0: ass where he's like, Well, you know, I was just out there and doing my thing. And then all of a sudden, you know, I was like filming a fucking... Why am I going Scottish with it? I don't know. I was filming something in my garage and then I just had to kill this guy. And you're like, dude, no.
1: So... Of course, just like when they did when Jasmine's parents found out they were seeing each other and still communicating by email. Her parents, they were like, no, we, you, we said you can't see him. We said you can't talk to him. They took her whole fucking computer away.
0: Absolutely. No, this, no, see, this is good parenting. So, yes. Period. You're protecting your child from they a fucking credit. They saw their predator. assignment
1: of parenting and said, I accept. Exactly. Good Good parent. See?
0: Yes. Snaps to these
1: parents. Yes. It
0: sucks. I'm sure it sucked for them to have to do. Because, you know, you don't yes. want to deny your kids things. No. But at the same time, you're like, this person is trying to, is, is grooming my daughter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not.
1: Yeah. So Jasmine seemed to be calming down a little bit. So they were like, oh, okay, you're behaving, you're being good. They gave her her computer back, but they said, you need to stay away from older boys. You cannot be talking to older boys. That's fair. She probably had school, and this is 2006. So this was like,
0: you're starting to have to do schoolwork on a computer mm -hmm. and write papers on a computer. So she probably
1: needed it. Yes. So I'm going to give you a little fun fact about Jeremy, you know? Mm. This is what you're going to love. So he had a history of violence, and he told his friends... That he was a 300-year-old three oh werewolf, okay. and he would wear a vial of blood around his neck, and he claimed he liked the taste of blood. Bro, it's vampires that drink blood. I'm just saying. He's a 300...
0: I was thought you were going to say vampire.
1: No, he's a werewolf.
0: He's a 300-year-old we're werewolf.
1: The werewolves drink... Oh, are the Canada.
0: werewolves, you know. They drink all the Molson's. I mean, like, what the fuck? He's a blood-drinking ah, werewolf. That is such a Canadian thing. Sorry, Canada. I don't mean this in this way. but Because we love you. Canada. Because we do love you. But instead of it being a vampire, which is like, you know, what it should be, they're like, no, 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 it's a werewolf. Because that's cooler. When in all actuality, y'all are about five years behind.
1: You just described a vampire. Yeah,
0: dude. That's not fucking hard.
1: Also because
0: there are some vampire lores. I think the OG Dracula, actually... Where he turned into a werewolf, you know, and then went and reverted back. Yeah, anyway, sorry. been nerded out there for a little so, bit.
1: So, yeah, I was just That's like, super
0: cool. So that's why she was, this explains a lot more, too. Because then she's fulfilling, he's fulfilling this, like, I'm dating an undead kind of thing. She's I'm a
1: just, goth chick. I mean, it would make more sense if it was a vampire. I just can't get over. I, the, I do, too. Yeah. like I just can't. I'm like, bruh. Kind of grinds my gears a little, Bruh. It's the vampires that drink the blood. Like if you had said you're a three hundred year old vampire and you wear a vial of blood around your neck because it was blood from your last kill,
0: right? Like a snack,
1: you know? Like, no, you're like it's your trophy.
0: Oh, okay, got it. Got it. <laughs> I'm thinking about food. Are you a vampire? I'll be carrying it around a little snack for later? You know <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs>
1: It's because you carry <sighs> snacks in your pockets. I do.
0: I identified when Napoleon put those tater tots in his <laughs> pants. I was like, well, yeah, he's going to save those for later. And the dick fucking kicked his shorts, man. What an asshole. How dare you, sir?
1: Those
0: are good ass tater tots. Not anymore. We've gone off the rails. <laughs> so he's a fucking wear vampire. I'm sorry. It has to be a vampire. <laughs> This is really bothering me.
1: It's bothering me too. Like, okay, just keep like going. Like I said, please. Vial of blood from your last Ugh. kill as a trophy, not vile of blood because you like to drink blood because you're a werewolf. That's yes. not a thing. Okay, so explain to me this
0: real quick. We all know vampires, like you said, can't go out in daylight, right? There's certain things that just happen. Okay, people who like Twilight, I'm sorry. This is reality of vampires. They can't, they can't go out in daylight. They have to, you know, sleep during the day, Oh, that's hang out why at night. he was a werewolf, because he... Couldn't see he was a vampire. Right. So then, like all these things, right? But but to your point, what do werewolves do? They just like slash and hack at people and bite you like a dog, and that's it. Like, is that I, the most threatening thing that happens? I think they eat people. Do they eat people? I don't okay. know. And then, like, I mean, I get it. Like, if you get what is it? You get bitten and survive, then you yourself become one. I, I don't think. No. I think the scary part is is that really is. I would rather be killed by a werewolf because then you're done versus having to like every full moon. Ah, god dang it!
1: I gotta go out in the woods. Fuck! Gotta go go kill somebody. somebody. Shirt, right? You gotta like think. Okay, honey, get me my shitty werewolf shirt. I gotta. I'm gonna change again today. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I mean, that's so. Is that the scary part? Is
1: I don't know. I'm just really bothered by this whole fun fact. Let's just keep going. I have more about Jeremy's history, and it may like explain some things about. Why he's into jasmine so his family and so jasmine's family upbringing was family fairly, fairly quote-unquote normal like average like what people normal people yeah you know but jeremy's was the opposite of hers and it's normally the case and these stories will tell you about this situation jeremy's mom was an alcoholic and her significant others would abuse him when he was in school he was Bullied, And by the time he met Jasmine, he had already attempted suicide. Oh, wow. So, you know, this not might explain great. why he's attracted to younger girls. Not Maybe it's not sexual for him. Maybe it's because that's the mental level he's mm, still on. That's a good like, point. He's stuck. You know how they say, like, when you have trauma, you get mentally stuck? Stumped at that age. Yeah. Maybe that's why.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: So Jasmine's parents put the kibosh on the relationship and the, you know, dynamic duo were stuck communicating online. You know, so they both had accounts at vampirefreaks.com. Hell yeah, dude. And the Canadian website, Next From what I gather, that was kind of like a MySpace type situation.
0: D- Wait, so Canada didn't have MySpace?
1: What? N- I don't know if they have MySpace or not, but Nexopia was a N- MySpace type Type, from, but from Canada? Uh-huh. Weird. I don't really know, everyone. Don't take it as gospel. <gasps> Also, if you're Canadian and you know what we're
0: talking about, please help. Yeah, let
1: me know that I'm full of shit because I know I am.
0: No, no. I just mean like, I'm so curious now. Now I want to know what was on. Like it was
1: like a... You have two devices that have Google on them right in front of you. Fine. Do what I should have done as I was finishing this up last night. I was drunk. I drank (laughs) tequila last night. It was a week. So... Jasmine went by the name. What do you think she went by?
0: Something with undead. Undead bride or something like that. Soul's flame. Runaway devil. Oh, there it is. There it is.
1: Ooh, I like it. And Jeremy would go by. What do you think Jeremy would go by? Lucian. (laughs) Soul eater. Remember, he's a werewolf. Fuck's sake. God dang it. Dude, you can't. It's so derivative. Like, what the fuck? Okay, whatever. So now Jasmine would claim that she was 15 even if she did say she was 15 Jeremy should still have stayed far the fuck away from her. I do not give a shit. Yeah,
0: even 15 is too young, dude. What are you talking yeah, like oh that yeah. makes it better? Not it doesn't really make it better.
1: I'm not I'm just no. notating.
0: Oh no, I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying like in his head.
1: Yeah. I'm just putting a footnote that she Jumped her age three years. As we all did on all the things where we chatted. So at the end of Jasmine's page, she had the text, Welcome to my tragic end.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. She was. That's not good. Like, I mean, like. Oh. Okay, just so y'all know. Yeah, Nexopia is still around.
1: Ta-da. What is it? Do we need to get jump on this? I, it Can looks... we jump on it as Americans?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Do we have to prove Canadian Do we have to like drink maple syrup or something?
1: I still don't know what it is by that. You know what? I did Google. You know what? I googled what is next next Opia. Uh huh. And that's why I know it's like a MySpace type situation. Oh. I did. I just. So didn't. So you actually did the work. I did do Unlike the work. Me. Everyone. I... So on October 3rd, fuck, not October, September 3rd, 2006, this is a shit show today, <laughs> yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> Jeremy wrote on his blog, and I'm quoting, payments, my lover's rents are totally unfair. They say that it's really care, but they don't know what's going on. They just assume their throats I want to slit. Finally, there shall be silence. Their blood shall be payments. That sounds like a 12-year-old.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean now. This also explains the, I'm a 300-year-old werewolf. And it also explains, like, why he's trying to live his fantasy life because his real life is awful. Yes. So he's, like, going hard and heavy into, I'm this other person. the problem is, and I really don't think... Like, what he just said, he actually understands the consequences of those actions. She sure shit doesn't.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, that just sounds very childish. Absolutely. Like, it doesn't sound like something a 22-year-old would say. No. Nope. Even if you are upset that you can't see your significant other for whatever reason. Absolutely, yep. You know what I mean? So, on April 22nd, 2006, Jeremy snuck into Jasmine's home wearing all black with a ski mask covering his face and a butcher knife. Both Mark and Deborah, who were Jasmine's parents, were asleep when Deborah was woken up by the strange noise. Deborah got up and went down to the basement. Deborah, you never go down to the basement oh alone, God, no. haven't you learned anything from every horror movie and crime show ever of all time? And also, way to go, sis, doing it for
0: yourself. I would have kicked my husband out of get the fuck down there. I ain't going down there. Take a baseball bat or something. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely yeah, I not I'd be like. I love you, but no.
1: This is a you job. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, honey, I heard something in the basement, and he'd be Get like, out. he'd be like, I don't hear nothing. Yeah. I'd be like, just go, look. just go. Do you really want me to go look? Yes, just go. Also, can we just have a real hot minute? What's scarier,
0: a basement or an attic?
1: I've never been in a basement.
0: I, I'm with you. Okay, just so y'all know, in Texas, it's real uncommon to have a place with a basement. Instead, we have storm cellars, which are outside because we got tornadoes. But normally we don't have basements also because, like, there's a bunch of shit ton of rock. It's a whole hot mess. But we have attics.
1: But think how safe those basements would be.
0: Oh, God, yeah. Some home builder jump
1: on this basement train. You'd make bank.
0: You would, absolutely. But we have attics because it's also hot. Heat rises, so the heat will go up.
1: And then we have those little holes, so it goes up.
0: Exactly. But I have to say... Even from people who live with basements, I think of the two fucking basements are way the fuck scarier. Even though I've seen, you know, horror where there's some crazy shit in the attic, sure. But there's something I feel about like a you can always
1: get out of an attic because you have the holes.
0: Exactly. And if I have to, I will throw my fucking ass off the god dang roof.
1: Think how cool our basements would be.
0: Oh my god. How
1: hot it is outside and how cool our basements. Home builder. Uh, telling you. Timestamp this. Okay. a.m.
0: This is our idea. (laughs) But yeah, no, I'm just saying, you're absolutely right. So she's going down there in the basement. She's like, what is going on?
1: So Deborah went into the basement to check out the noise, and Jeremy was there, and he began violently stabbing her to death. Mark heard Deborah screaming and ran to the basement to check on his wife. Good job, Mark. Show up after she's dead, you fuckhole. Way to go, dude. So Mark began to try to fight Jeremy off Deborah with a screwdriver, but he was unable to save Deborah or himself because oh, no. Mark was stabbed to death as well.
0: We're so sorry by the way. We didn't we are not trying to demean their deaths. I mean that no, was just horribly it, senseless. It,
1: yeah. He, you should have
0: seen Mark.
1: So and also Mark, you couldn't fight off a 23-year-old
0: with Not a werewolf dude. He oh, fight yes. off a werewolf. God, God.
1: He has four, 300 years of strength. Exactly. So then Jasmine ran into Jacob, her brother's room, to try to calm him down because Jacob had woken up with all the noise in the house and the screaming. But Jeremy met her in the doorway. Jeremy then cornered Jacob and he fatally stabbed the eight-year-old. And they claimed Jeremy stabbed Jacob because he was too sensitive and it would be wrong to leave him without parents. How many times have we heard that? That's such bullshit. I,
0: yeah, the other one. The how many times, have Aaron, Kathy?
1: How many times? And then the one before that.
0: Yeah, like oh well, they have to die because then you know, then they wouldn't have parents. It's like um, then they wouldn't have parents. Should be the end of the sentence, not and then so now we have to kill them. The,
1: what the fuck? It, it should be like then they wouldn't have parents. Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't do it that at at all. Yeah, yeah. ever. Then we like, should back that fuck, train completely up. Fuck man. Back it up to the station. Also, I'm sorry. He just lost
0: all werewolf cred. He's been doing this with a fucking knife. No, 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 sir. If you were a werewolf,
1: you would have done it with your <laughs> claws and your teeth. Thank you. <laughs> just say yeah. So Jacob's last words were, "I'm scared. I'm too young to die." Jesus Christ, guys! Like, well, how can how can you, as your if that's your little brother? Yeah. I don't. I don't
0: get that. I don't. Wow. I mean, I'm not blaming her, but cause she was way too young. But. It had to affect her, right? That's had to mean something.
1: Well, you would have hoped. Ugh. So the next day, Jacob's six-year-old friend came over to play. And he looked through the window, and he saw Deborah and Mark's bodies. And this poor little nugget ran home and told his parents, who called 911. I mean, just think how traumatized this little boy was. It's awful. He should never have had to see that crap. I hope he got some therapy. Oh, God. I know. So at 1 p.m., the bodies of Mark and Deborah and Jacob were found. While the police were searching the house, they found a p- family portrait in the basement. First of all, why was the family portrait in the basement? Hmm.
0: Maybe it was like an old portrait?
1: Oh, I, maybe it was a completed basement. What do you mean? You know how sometimes people, I watch a oh, lot of home oh. improvement shows, and they finish out the basement and make it livable? Like a, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Eric Foreman's basement from that
0: 70s show, but, like, nice. -er. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it, got it.
1: Maybe it was, like, a completed basement. Okay, yeah. Okay. And that's when they realized they were missing a family member. And their initial thought was that someone had murdered the family and abducted Jasmine. So, the police went to Jasmine's junior high and searched her locker. So, I actually thought this was really weird because I'm like, why didn't they start looking for her first? Yeah, they started looking for... And then go and search her locker. Yeah. But I'm going to assume they searched her locker because she wasn't at school. Like they went to the school to see if she was there.
0: Oh, and she wasn't there. And
1: searched her locker.
0: Like while we're here, hey, let's check for evidence yeah. knowing that these two are in cahoots.
1: Yeah, I don't, I are don't know. Or dating. Or maybe we'll search her locker and see if. We'll see if we can find out who did this to her family.
0: Right. Yeah. Because at this point she's not a suspect, right? No. It's just, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, okay. So maybe we can find a clue. Maybe we can see if
1: there's like, yeah, that makes more sense. So you want to know what they found in her locker? Oh God. I
0: can only imagine.
1: They found a drawing of a stick figure girl lighting a house on fire with her family inside and running to her boyfriend's truck. I'm just thinking that's a pretty detailed fucking stick figure. Yeah, dude. She's like gripping it and ripping it with that Jeez. So that's when little Jasmine went from a missing person to a suspect right then and there.
0: God bless those Canadian Mounties. Yeah, dude. Now, in this case, the cops are not playing around. And hey, again, great parenting.
1: Great police work. Yep. Wow. This is all good. I mean... That's what happened in America. Yeah, yeah. So, a day later, the police got a tip from one of the couple's friends. He said they were at a party the night before, and the couple was bragging about killing Jasmine's parents. Okay. Why do they always do this? Why do they always... I think Mm -hmm. they, they...
0: To your point, their mental ages are very young. That not really fully understanding the consequences. And also like they're living in this world. I'm going to make wild assumptions and just go with, I'm going to yes and go off all the way down and assuming that they are undead and they can't be caught. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. they're full on in fantasy mode. They're in that world that they've built. And that's my guess, you know, and whenever you're at that age, you get wrapped up in love quote unquote, yes. love. Like yes. it becomes you. You are yeah. codependent. I mean, and everybody goes, that's why your first love is so hard is because you just feel everything so deeply and good or bad. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I know. It's, it's hard to hear too because <laughs> had she just dated a goth boy, yeah, she would have had some pretty yeah. intense times, but a boy, uh, yeah, one her age, But they probably, my guess is, she would have never, I don't know, had he not entered her life. But I don't know. But I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't know either. Hmm. So, the police found Jasmine and Jeremy in Leader, Saskatchewan. Ooh, (laughs) Saskatchewan. How fun is that?
0: Saskatchewan. Yeah. I I hear...
1: Is that where we can live in Canada?
0: No. So, this is what I hear... Again, Canadians, tell me. I hear that's kind of like y'all's the south. Everybody's kind of leans a little hard to the right, does that kind of stuff. Oh. That's my understanding. It's right in the middle. There.
1: So that's about 130 kilometers or 80 miles from Medicine Hat, where they were from. And they were both, ch- and they charged them both with the three murders. I mean, yeah. hello. They were seen laughing and cuddling before the arrest. And then 11 days later, Casey Lancaster, a 19-year-old friend of Jeremy's, was charged as an accessory for driving the couple out of Madison Hat and helping them destroy evidence. Girl. Don't, Casey, Casey, Casey. Don't. What the hell were you thinking?
0: Seriously, do not do, not do that. Sis, I don't know what they told her. Do you think they told her the truth or?
1: Probably not. I doubt it. I bet they just said she ran away from home. Okay, I just,
0: I feel for her. I also, like, if you don't know these people well enough, just don't do them any favors. You know, you just, you gotta be fucking careful. Because then shit like this happens, and you get charged for accessory after the fact, and you're like,
1: dude, I do not even know what these people did, you know? So, almost immediately after the arrest, the lovebirds began writing each other behind bars. Oh my fucking God, how stupid are they? Everyone knows the popo reads your jail mail. Hmm. Again,
0: mental age, right?
1: Okay, if you don't know, everything going in and out of the jail gets read. Everything. Everything.
0: Unless it is to or from your lawyer, and that's it.
1: Yep. So in their letters, Jasmine had bragged about how the murders had turned them into legends and that they would be immortal. So later she would explain that she meant, and I'm quoting, that that's our five minutes of fame immortality means people will remember you i kind of feel like that a that is a statement that her lawyer told her to make as a backtrack to the you have to find a way to explain this without making you sound crazy
0: yeah for real like because you are immortal. See? Yeah. So they did actually believe in this fantasy world that they were living in. They yes. did think.
1: Yes. So I think that explanation really? of her later explaining, this is oh, this is what I really meant by that, was a mouthpiece of her attorney. Absolutely. Trying to dig her out of that hole. Yeah. Because this is the other thing. They're not crazy enough to be let off For, because you're crazy. Yes. Exactly right. So Jasmine told the police she was extremely unhappy at home because her parents wouldn't let her see Jeremy. Says your parents were trying to protect you. Yeah. So initially she said she came home and found her family dead and that Jeremy had killed him. In true he said she said fashion, Jeremy admitted to killing Mark and Deborah, but was adamant he didn't hurt Jacob and that Jasmine had killed Jacob.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: But then Jasmine started changing her story and said she killed Jacob because she it would be too sad to leave him as an orphan. So she can't even keep her story straight at this point. At the end of the day, love is what was the motivation for them to commit this horrific crime. But let me tell you what occurred leading up to the murders because I you th- it'll... You know, kind of shed some light. And also, I love to tell an out-of-order story. Yeah. It's what I do. So, after Jeremy's blog post, you would think that it was all his idea. Right? His blog post about payments. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And slitting their throats. But according to police reports, it was Jasmine who first brought up the idea of killing her parents. In an email, she wrote to Jeremy, and I quote... It belongs with me killing them and ends with me living with you. Oh. Jeremy, the older wiser of the couple, replied and told her, Well, I love your plan, but we need to get more creative with, like, details and stuff. So. Like, details and stuff.
0: Yeah, might want to make a checklist and go to Home Depot or something.
1: Like, all the other kids who have. We have told you about who have killed their parents. She told her friends about her plan, but they all thought she was joking or they just didn't believe her.
0: That's insane.
1: I mean, she told people this is gonna happen. Yep. And the night before the murders, the couple spent the night watching a movie like most young couples, you know? They had a Super date innocent. night. So yeah. sweet. You wanna guess what movie they were watching? The Exorcist. Come on, take, take another guess. Damn it.
0: Tell me, is it Dracula?
1: They watched the number 1 romantic film from 1994.
0: Hold on. When Harry Met Sally.
1: Natural Born Killers.
0: Ah. Oh, of course they did. God, talk about fucking meta. Think about that. They're watching a movie looking at essentially what they think is themselves. And that movie is based off of two real killers in the 50s. Right, that you covered. I covered on our, our Patreon. Patreon episode. Yes. That we're not gonna say. You'll you'll see it. And it's all just all fucking going back and forth in history. It's weird.
1: Very weird. So in fact, the reason why I called it the number one romantic film is when Jeremy was arrested, he asked the undercover officer if he had ever seen the movie and then told him, I think that's the best love story of all time.
0: Oh yeah. Super healthy, not toxic at all.
1: mm Nope. So Canada has these fun laws for juveniles. And I'm not saying I disagree with these when I call them fun laws. So under the Youth Criminal Justice Act, 12 is the youngest possible age a person can be charged with a crime and only convicts those who are under 14 years old at the time of the crime and they cannot be sentenced as adults and cannot be given more than a 10-year sentence.
0: All of that seems very reasonable to me as well.
1: So Jasmine actually pled not guilty and said that all of her conversations about killing her family were hypothetical, and she never intended on going through with it. Uh-huh. Well,
0: hypothetical is, I don't know if you know the definition of this, Says is when it doesn't happen.
1: So I feel like that her attorney told her to say that.
0: Dude,
1: her poor attorney's like, well,
0: I don't know, Jody Arias. What are we going to do here? (laughs) You know what I mean? Her attorney's
1: like, how did I end up with this? Jesus, help me. So July 7th, 2007. That's called fast justice. Yeah, it is. Jasmine was convicted of three counts of first degree murder at the age of 14 years old. totally agree, though. November 8th. 2007 she was given the maximum sentence of 10 years her sentence included the 18 months she had already been in custody then she would spend four years in a psychiatric rehab program and then four and a half years on supervision in the community good december 15th 2008 after a plea of not guilty jeremy was sentenced to three life sentences on each of the three counts of murder his sentence would be served concurrently and he would likely be eligible for parole in 25 years. Okay, one second. Why is he getting a harsher
0: penalty than the woman who fucking planned the whole goddamn thing?
1: Her sentence was restricted because of
0: her, her age. age. Oof. That, see, ugh, this is the hard part. Is because I agree. She was definitely a victim in this. However, she was the mastermind.
1: But remember, I told you about the juvenile... The
0: juvenile, yeah, laws. Mm Oh, damn.
1: Juvenile... Youth Criminal Justice Act. All I can hope for is for her not to be a
0: repeat offender. That's all I'm going to say.
1: So remember poor Naive Casey? Yeah. So her charges were eventually dropped. She pled guilty to an obstruction charge. She received one-year house arrest as part of a plea bargain. She understood the assignment and accepted the plea. Absolutely. She's like, absolutely not. Whatever you need, here you go. (laughs) And was ordered to refrain from drugs and alcohol for her year of house arrest.
0: Okay. Year off. Oh, well, you know.
1: (laughs) In the fall of 2011, Jasmine was released from her psychiatric institution. And in September 2011, she began classes at Mount Royal University in Calgary, Canada. In October 2012, the police of Medicine Hat and the residents were told that Jasmine's rehab was going well and that she felt remorse over her actions, and experts thought she was being genuine. Mm-hmm. On May 6, 2016, just two weeks after the 10 year anniversary of the murders, Jasmine's mandatory supervision was lifted and her sentence was completed. She is currently living her best life under a new identity. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Oh, no. Jasmine is the youngest person in Canada to be convicted of multiple murders. Jeremy actually proposed to Jasmine in one of their jail mail letters. Oh, God. But it is unknown what the future actually holds for these two.
0: Oh, God.
1: What a great ending. Good job.
0: That was a great story. Damn. Damn. Oh, my God. I don't know, man. That's a... I'm scared for her neighbors.
1: <laughs> I mean, our friends, just during pragmatic, pragmatic, yeah. You need to check on your neighbors. Yeah,
0: for real.
1: Woo. Be careful out there. We need to, like, do some aging of photos of her <laughs> yes. and see if she's your neighbor.
0: Just be on the lookout. Not say anything. But yeah, no, it just, I, that's interesting. It's interesting how a, a, a law put in place to be kind can actually be cruel and potentially, I must say potentially because nothing's happened, let out, have let out someone who may be like a sociopath,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a heartless person. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I mean, because you know what? I, I dated so many boys I wasn't allowed to date. I mean, almost every single one of them. <laughs> You're like, basically, all. Oh. And, like, the one that, like, they approved of, he became a stalker. So, Ugh. thanks, parents. Good um, choice, guys. So, I know what it's like to want to date the boy. You're not allowed to date and sneak behind the parents' back and still date the boy and all the things. Never once did I think, I'm going to fucking kill them. Right, no.
0: No, not in any sort of, like, serious, never, never, never. No, God, no. Me? I mean, so, yeah, that's
1: weird. I mean, to even have that thought. I know. But she did get rehab. She did. She had so. four years in a yeah. psychiatric rehab. Now, so. see, that
0: part of the, those laws I really liked when you were reading off all that. I was like, that makes sense. It's literally mm-hmm. a progression. It's like, okay, first off, you got time served for sitting in jail. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Secondly, you got to go through therapy. Hello. Yes, please. And then we have you on probation so we can kind of like slowly assimilate you back into society. That's how it should be. That's yeah, how it fucking should
1: be. But I don't think she should get a new identity.
0: No, that's a little terrifying. I think that somehow we need to build it into the law in Canada. You know, where you can't assume a new identity after you've been convicted of a felony,
1: maybe? Kinda, almost... I read it as they gave her a new identity.
0: Oh. So then you can start it.
1: I don't See, know how I, I feel about I, that. Don't, don't take know. that Maybe as not. gospel again. I just am yeah. assuming that. Yeah. I, that is what I assumed. But that's interesting. Like I don't know how I feel about
0: that. Like I would kind of want to know if that person.
1: I would kind of want to know where they're at.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, they're they are a person. They're allowed to live their life and move on with their life and do. She be did in, her time. She did her time. She did her time. Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah, you don't want to restrict people.
1: Ugh. But you.
0: Do but you, you do. If, wanna
1: if every once in a while, like check in. It's like it's like <laughs> you when okay? you're sitting at home and like randomly on the couch, like your best friend from the second grade. All of a sudden, you pop in her head, and you're like, oh, I wonder whatever happened to Sally? And you pop in her, pop in on her on the face place. Mhm. Like that. Yeah.
0: Just you just like everyone real quick. like
1: hey every once in a while you're gonna be like, oh, I wonder what happened to Jasmine? And you want to pop in on her. Yeah. But you can't do that.
0: Uh, I don't know. Well, I,
1: I think you should be able to just be like sitting in at your desk at the precinct and be like, hmm, let's just run Jasmine's name through the system real quick. Yeah. See what pops up. Yeah. Or not. Or you not. Know, that's, that'd be ideal. Or sitting on your couch and be like, hmm, wonder what happened to Jasmine and check in with her on the face, Place. I don't know.
0: Well, I do know one thing. He's going to be in there for a very long time because he is an undead werewolf. Yeah, 300 years, bro. So he's got a whole nother eternity because it's until his death. So unless he's willing to take, what is it, a stake in the old heart there? Silver bullet? A silver bullet. Yes, thank you. Oh, nailed
1: it. Because the stake is the vampire. The stake is a goddamn vampire. See? No, silver is the vampire. vampire. No, you're right.
0: Silver bullet is werewolf. Werewolf, oh, you're absolutely it? right. Oh, is
1: Okay. Yeah. You know where I learned that? Huh? Teen wolf.
0: <laughs> OG
1: Teen Wolf with... Uh, Michael J. Yeah. ah, oh, bless. He, on top of the van, van surfing. I love Michael J. Fox.
0: To this day, he's an incredible person. Like, come at me if you hate him. Seriously, like, you're a bad person. But seriously, he's so cool. Have you seen him lately? Like, yeah. he was just at an event, and he's out there still spreading awareness and everything for Parkinson's, and he he's also has great comedic timing. To this day. I don't know. I just love Michael J. Fox. So that's a good memory.
1: That's how I know that. I mean... Teen Wolf was after Back to the Future, yeah? Probably. I think so. I mean... Teen Wolf is a terrible movie. Oh, yeah. But it's great.
0: He was playing basketball, right? That scene.
1: Yeah, and that's when he wolfed out. (laughs) When he wolfed out. That's what they called it. Stop.
0: God. Oh, my God. So do you think that's when Jeremy's in prison, he's wolfing out every once in a while? Oh, God. Like, you know, I really hope he kept it up, the charade. I really do. For his own sake. Because two things. For one, it's not a bad fantasy world to be in, really. And two, the guys will all think he's so fucking crazy, they'll leave him alone. You know what I mean? Like, this dude, no, he's fucking crazy. Like, I ain't gonna touch to, this guy.
1: He would have to wolf out at least once. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. they would know. But he, he's not a werewolf, so he can't wolf out. But
0: but he can. You know, he could do, like, like a fake one. <laughs> fake him out, and they're like, this guy's fucking batshit, you know? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Yeah. Please
1: okay. tell me about your child, because <laughs> I can't with this anymore.
0: So, anyway... Today, my treasure child is Kiara Sunshine Beaumont. She was born in 1994 in Virginia and is part of the Karankawa Kadla tribe, which used to live here in South Texas around current Corpus Christi. Huh. Yeah. Kiara was taught by her mother about her tribe and their traditions, and she would take her to powwows, and her mom didn't even let her cut her hair until she was 15. Oh my gosh. You know, it was beautiful. Like... Photos of her, she's gorgeous Mm -hmm. hair. So for a long time, Chiara didn't really know much about where the rest of her people were, how to connect to them besides, you know, her own family. And kids at school thought she was dirty or exotic. She really didn't fit in with any culture here in the States, Anglo or, you know, Mexican and Cuban. Like Americans were there too and she didn't fit in with any of them. And oftentimes, you know, I read in one of the articles that a lot of people of, you know, Native American race basically do get mistaken for, you know, are you Mexican? Or, and yeah. they're like, no. <laughs> so it's just a lot of, like, misconceptions going back and forth, which, you know, is unfortunate. And it's hard to grow up like that, like, not really knowing your place. She actually does know how to speak Spanish. And according to Kiara, quote, I've always known I was indigenous to this land. My mother made it a very important topic in our lives that this was our home we are tejanos and that we were here forever. We didn't cross any border, the border crossed us. So in 2019, and you may remember this because it was very big news and this is Canadian again. This is weird synchronicity. The Bad River Band of the Lake Superior Tribe of Chippewa Indians sued Canadian Energy Firm Enbridge to shut down and remove an oil pipeline running through their lands in what is now Wisconsin, Michigan, around there. Mm -hmm. Do you remember this? No. Okay. And so instead of shutting it down, Enbridge proposed moving the pipeline around their land and that a shutdown would affect regional economies and the U.S.-Canada trade relationship. Mm -hmm. As part of the challenge to keep the oil pipeline going, the Canadian government invoked a 1977, 1977 treaty with the U.S. that, quote, guarantees a flow of oil and natural gas across the border. Classy with a K. Well, this pipeline isn't just in Wisconsin or Michigan. It stretched all the way to Corpus Christi, Texas, mm. on Karankawa land. And this was unacceptable to Kiara and her tribe. In 2021, hundreds of Karankawan Karakawa connected via Facebook to start a movement against this pipeline on their land, and they then renamed themselves to Karankawa Kadla, meaning mixed Karankawa. So basically, all different sorts of tribes within the tribe mm-hmm. gathered together to rename themselves to become essentially a new tribe now.
1: Oh, okay. It's
0: pretty badass. And th- the reason why will make sense a little bit later on in this... So this land used to be the place where they gathered each year during the cooler months to fish. Super fucking smart. I mean, obviously, you know, Texas is hot as balls.
1: Yeah. So
0: they were. They would go down to the Corpus Christi, like Galveston area to fish, and then they would live on the land for a while. Then they would move back and forth, presumably around, you know, food sources, which makes sense. Plus, it's sustainable that way. Yeah. You're not overfishing or overhunting, ever. Mm-hmm. So, and there have been many artifacts from their people discovered in these areas, including arrowheads, tools, pottery, and lots more. These artifacts were so substantial that 15 years ago in 2006, archaeologist Robert Rickless stated that, quote, this site should be avoided in any future impacts or alterations to the property. And the Texas Historical Commission agreed, but the port authority that owned the land opted to sell it to Enbridge. Of course they did. This was after a 2008 data recovery to gather all the artifacts at the site requested by the Port Authority where they recovered 40,000 artifacts and some still remain on the land. Now remember, this is the same Port Authority who just helped authorize the building of the pipeline years later on this land after they you know, got all that junk off of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just got to clean it all up. So I was like, okay... This is, this is good. This is some good shit you guys are doing here. So then in August, 2021, environmentalists and the indigenous peoples of Coastal Bend sued the government saying, you don't get the right to the right permit to build there. And that also there's all this local wildlife you're going to destroy. So they started to, there's no way for them to go, look, you're on our land. And again, I'll explain that in just a second. Why? Why? Instead, it's like, okay, here's what we can invoke to keep you from building on this. Right. Like, and you would actually destroy a lot of fish and wildlife. Like, if you look at photos of it, it's like right on the fucking coast. Mm -hmm. It's like, dudes, really? We're going to do this? Whatever. So where does Kiara? Kiara fit into all of this? Well, her Instagram was actually how I found out about this issue. Kiara had been protesting and raising awareness via social media when she wasn't working as an outdoor adventure guide in Austin. So she lives in Austin, Texas now. She's also a UX designer. She mobilized over 400 people in Austin alone to protest the pipeline and spread awareness about her tribe. And there are a lot of misconceptions about the Karankawas, including that they all died off in the 19th century. And that they were cannibals and the quote lowest grade of native society.
1: Ew, who would say that?
0: On um, the historical commit like societies at the time. That's what they wrote about the Karankawas. Ew. Yeah, it's it's gross. The Karankawa Kadla are taking back this incorrect narrative and showing that they in fact are still here and are willing to fight for their native lands. According to Kiara, quote, I have to fight for my people because I refuse to sit idly by what colonizers continue to suppress indigenous voices, lifestyle, and culture. I refuse to do nothing about the erasure of our presence and history. It is a role I do not want to fill, but must. It's painful and hard. I personally do not dream of taking to the streets and crying in front of an onlooking crowd, and I do not like fighting these giants. I doubt anyone does. It is a tragedy that we must at all. Part of the issue they are facing, and this is going to explain a lot, is because they lack legal recognition at the state and federal level of their tribe, which means their lands and property aren't protected from development. According to the Bureau of Indian Affairs Branch of Knowledge and Research, Native people are required to have existed as a distinct community since 1900 in a specific area in order to be protected. Pretty much a catch-22. Kiara said, quote, I am most terrified of having our history completely erased when it's already been such an uphill battle trying to correct incorrect history that has been put out about us. Since Kiara's involvement in the project and her reaching younger generations of people, the stop and bridge movement has grown and is starting to be talked about at larger and lar- larger levels. So I thought, hey, might as well talk about it here too. Right. Definitely go check it out. So as far as the pipeline, it is still planned to be completed as a, of an article I read in August, about August 18th, 2022, there's a link in the blog on our website to show how you can help if you want to get involved at all. And her plan to spread awareness to show that the Karen Kawakala are still here and are able to fight for their lands has been working. More pressure just needs to be applied to enact change. As we all know, unfortunately, we got to raise the stink. You know, be the squeaky wheel in our country to get anything done. It's insane. And Iran. That's another perfect example. Those, those brave women are freaking fighting the good fight. Mm-hmm. So here's some cool notes about the Kawas. They used to be semi-nomadic. So like I said, they would travel back and forth based on food sources or, you know, for any number of reasons. And they lived along the Texas coast from Galveston Bay to Corpus Christi. At the time, they had around 8,000 people. So here's where that Catch-22 comes back in. They're semi-nomadic. So how can you distinctly live in one place and be called a quote-unquote tribe if you yourselves are nomads? Yeah. You'll never be recognized by the government. Yeah. And then, because there are so few of them, the Europeans came, and hmm, we all know what happened then. And eventually, they were either made to assimilate either into Mexico like they actually got pushed down to Mexico for a time and then Mexico pushed them back up. And then Texas did, you know, our thing where we took over the now Texas from Mexico. So then we got them try to, you got to assimilate to our society now. And then they of course they were scattered for a long time. This is what she meant when she was a little girl. She had no idea where her tribe was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now they are taking back not only their land, but their heritage and their language as well. Oh, they wow. just started re speaking the language to each other. So I think it's really important. And I think, like, if you do, God, it'd be incredible if we could actually talk to anybody who is of this tribe, Karen Kawa. I think that'd be amazing. But I think social media in this case is used in a good way. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this is actually what it should have been for the whole time, is actually connecting with people of your own culture that you may have never been able to talk to before. So I think that I get that we do need oil and gas. Like, I understand it. Like, I'm not... We live in Texas. Right. Okay. But I also feel like we all know we can do better. And there are some things that we don't necessarily have to do simply for fucking profits and to move things forward. Progress for progress's sake is not always... Good. Right. Why not? And I know it's not going to hurt everyone's profits. I get that. And we're capitalists, so we are where we are. Look into electric vehicles. If Tesla has shown you, if anything, a billionaire, almost a trillionaire, Elon Musk has shown us anything, you can make money off that. You can make just a little bit of money off of it. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. He was a rich kid. I get it. But I think there are other ways that we can all move forward in a positive way in our country. And it's sad to say that this is one of the things Trudeau did that I did not agree with at all. I was like, yo, what are you doing? Like, so, and also think of like the Middle East. Speaking of, I think a lot of our crises there would also, theirs and ours would lower if we weren't so dependent on all of that. Personal opinion. But. I think it's great that these people are getting back together with each other. That was so encouraging to me. Kiara, if you follow her on her Instagram, I'll have it. the links in the blog. She has said, I've done what I came here to do. I'm stepping away to take care of myself and build my family. She's 27 now, mm-hmm. but you can check her out. She did say you can message her. She has a bunch of links. She has a LinkedIn I've included. So you can see she's actually, a, like I said, a guide in Austin, right? Which that would be fucking cool as like nature guide because you'd actually get to know nature, like how like, it was intended. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. From people who've lived on the land and understand it. So, yeah, she just inspired me. So I was like, I'm going to do her. Like, why? I know somebody here. That's <laughs> so, cool. Yeah. <sighs> Long day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We made it through the episode, y'all
1: whoop whoop yeah oh lord
0: i'm just gonna apologize to you
1: i'm sorry <laughs> for what oh god off the rails but that's what we do that's true if we didn't go off the rails they'd be sad
0: yeah we hope you enjoyed our off the rails episode we'll see you next tuesday bye, when we bye. jump back off <laughs> thanks for joining us today you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcast. And as always, we'll see you next Tuesday.